Hi, how are you? All right. Is that your blue car out there? Yeah. That one right there? My name's Chris Lanuti. You just won 100 bucks from the EP podcast. Well, thank you. <laughs> you might want to talk to her. Yeah, you won. Hi, how are you? Hey, Milo, come in, Milo. Come on back in. How are you? What's your name? Margie Smith. Margie, you won. Congratulations. I'm driving down the street, and I saw it sitting on the car. It was funny. I was with my daughter, and she's like, I don't see a sticker there. I'm like, I backed up the car. I'm like, there it is. It's right there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, right. Did you do tape it? Yeah, I tape it, so you're going to be on. Yeah, you're definitely going to be on. Yes, I know. Well, I know, and I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Library. You got it from the library. Okay, it's yeah. my first non-Porter Cullens because yeah, everybody no, was no. getting them from there. Okay, no, good. Right. I was starting to think the library was throwing them in the garbage no, or something. No, because the first time I went by, they didn't have any. Oh, wow. So the second time I went by, they had a stack. Well, I'm glad I found it. You like the show? Yes, I do. I'm the one that left a comment about the, um, when you first did the segment about the uh, eating in Evergreen Park. Yeah, yeah. And you said my wife, you made my wife day. Yeah. Oh, that was me. Oh, that was you. oh thank you yes. very much. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's awesome. He's like, so, well, let me get your 100 bucks. Okay. Okay, and tell everybody who you just won $100 from. I won $100 from Chris with EP Podcast. The EP <laughs> Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com. That was a fun one. Another $100 given away by the EP Podcast to EP Podcast listeners. We've given away $100 each week here in January to help you pay your holiday bills. And the only way you can win is having an EP Podcast car magnet on the back of your vehicle. In fact, that's the only way you're going to win anytime we do something, at least for now, which means what we're doing in February, soon to be announced, you're going to need that magnet. Our winner this week got it at the EP Library, but they run out a lot. So if you can't head over there at 9400 South Troy, or if you're worried they won't have them, or if you show up and it's not there because they keep running out of them, Porter Cullens has them, 3541 West 99th Street, and Unidad at 3339 West 95th Street also have EP Podcast Car Magnets. Get one. Put it on your car. Win. Hi, my name's Chris. I'm your neighbor. That's Hannah. The EP Podcast brought to you this week by Westgate Music School. Learn how to play pretty much everything. They even do ukulele. 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights, Illinois. Really easy scheduling and rescheduling process. My sister actually has my niece and nephew both getting lessons over at Westgate right now. She tells me whenever she can't make a lesson, she doesn't have to haggle. She just goes online and just picks an open spot later on in the week. She makes up the lesson right there. It's like a no-fuss way for you or your kids to learn how to play music. Everything from band instruments that you would get in a traditional orchestra to band instruments that you would get in Metallica. Give them a call today, 708-586-7002. I'm a looky-loo now. I, uh, I become, uh, I become my father. Okay, I, or, or like I've been more more like a grandmother, grandfather, something like that. It just I become sound, an old. You're sounding more like I become your older, and I'm like that guy who who's watching everything going on in the neighborhood. Like we you know we were talking about the Christmas tree tumbleweeds. You watch the Christmas tree go to circle right. park, and now that all day today I've been watching AT and T out in front of my house. What remember were they when, doing? Well, remember when we talked about how the 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 power line got ripped out? Yeah, the truck okay, knocked the whole, it over. Truck took out it took out the power lines. The the uh, the cable lines everything else like that we talked about that at, during the uh, the library event the hundred and 
25th anniversary special, I think. And it was a big disaster. Well, AT&T, for some reason, decided they wanted to go home for the night. So they did this really, you know, halfway ridiculous thing where they, they instead of taking the wires that run out of the hub underground that they had, because it was like a main hub pole that got knocked out. If you didn't hear this, there was a semi-truck that was driving down 99th before the holidays. It hit low-hanging wires, ripped the pole right out of the ground, and the pole actually is right next to, like, a telecommunications hub that's underground on 99th Street. So all these cords and wires and big, thick cables and everything were running in the middle of the pole. So the pole shattered because it's really a hollow pole. The decision, for some reason, was made during the repairs is to not put a hollow pole back up. But then they had to get all these cables up there. So instead of just bringing them up next to the pole, somebody had the bright idea of bringing them up out of the ground on the other side of the sidewalk on the neighbor's actual property. You know, like that, that, that piece of property is between the sidewalk and the street is the really easement. not yours. That's really not yours. No, You cut the lawn. You may even put like landscaping there. But if something happened there, they, people just dig it up. And you don't, they don't even have to ask you permission. Right. Okay. That's just how it is. You don't, you know, you don't realize that real. When I was a kid, I thought that was mine. I thought that was my yard. <laughs> I was like, that's my yard. And when, when, then when I went to go buy a house the first time and I was looking at the dimensions, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why doesn't it go to the street? Where's the sidewalk on this? And they're like, no, you don't get anything on the other side of the sidewalk. <laughs> really? Like you don't really learn that. I don't think until you're older and you have a house, mm-hmm. but we all know it. If you're a homeowner, you have to mow it. Right. You have to mow it. Yeah. It, but it's not yours. Like you could mow it, like you could mow it, you could put rocks down, you could make it real nice. And all of a sudden one day, somebody could be doing a project for either the city or like utility. And then next thing you know, it's all ripped up. But the stuff that's on your property, you have a right to be angry. Sure. And so like they just dug a hole in this guy's actual yard. Not on the easement in the yard? in his yard, they brought a wire up about nine feet high. And then had a metal pole coming across the sidewalk from the light post that's on the easement over the sidewalk. So this guy has a structure that comes over the sidewalk right where his front window looks at. And then has a thing that goes down into his front lawn in front of his window. Like I walked down and I asked his wife. I was like, uh, I was like uh, what did they tell you about this? She's like, they didn't say anything to me. And I already told my husband, and if it's not fixed in three months, I'm putting a for sale sign in front of the house because I'm not looking at this for the rest of my life. Like she was like, <laughs> which I thought was great. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because, you know, my wife would do the same thing. Erica would be yelling at me every day. She'd wake up, she'd look out the window, and she'd be like, that stupid thing is still sticking out of our front lawn. <laughs> still What are you going to do about it? Like I saw, I saw the husband, and I was like, uh, you need any help with this? Like I've met a few people from the village or whatever like that. He's like, I already made some phone calls. They're gonna, it's going to get taken care of. So finally, AT&T was clearly forced to come out and fix it. And I don't know if it's done yet because I, you came over and it got dark and I stopped looking. But I spent most of my day today watching them. They had like three trucks out here. There was a guy with a cell phone waving his arms around. Like he was doing the whole like, it can't be done. It can't be done. <laughs> like, or he's mad about what they did the first time. But like he's on the phone with somebody yelling. Like there was just a guy who was out there yelling and pacing all day on a cell phone with an AT&T hat. Just walking up and down the block. Yelling and pacing, pacing and yelling while everybody else was working. But he did a lot of yelling and pacing and waving his hand around. That's what the boss does. Oh, yeah. He was screaming at somebody the whole time on the phone. Then he'd get off the phone. He'd get back on the phone. He'd scream at somebody else. And about an hour into this, I realized, what happened to me? Now I stand in the window with a cup of tea, 
like I'm my grandmother in 1986 or something like that. And I'm looking in between the curtains and watching what's going on on my block. Well, Chris, you've been like this for quite a few years. I've got 300 cable channels and I'm watching what's going on on the front lawn, like Jimmy Stewart in Rear Window. Chris, you're the one that hid around the corner to wait for the kids to come unscrew your light bulbs from your Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, that tree. happened this year, too. Oh, I they, didn't even get to tell you what happened. You didn't tell me that oh, one. Oh, that's the next story. Now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. If you're listening to this on Monday morning, the village is closed. In observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Village Hall Community Center both closed, reopening 9 a.m. Tuesday, the 22nd of January. The ice rink over at Yukich, though, is going to still be open, and this is not a holiday week for waste management. Your pickup will be on the normal day. Don't miss that. You don't want garbage piling up. The Evergreen Park Recreation Department Candlelight Theater is holding open auditions for its spring production of the Shakespeare classic, The Tempest. The auditions are being held Sunday, 2 p.m., Evergreen Park Senior Center, 9547 South Homan. More details call 708-229-3343. And the Evergreen Park Police Department is hiring substitute crossing guards. Candidates must be an Evergreen Park resident and have a valid driver's license. Want to know why that is? How are you going to yell at somebody? What's wrong with you? Don't you know how to drive? If you don't actually know how to drive yourself, think about it. That's your word on the street. Brings us to our first guest this week. Our good friend, the head of the recreation department, Dennis Duffy. Back down at my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement in Evergreen Park. Thank you for coming back again. I love when you're down here. Uh, it's, it's a good time, and I want to hear all about what you guys got coming up because... You got Flake Fest, is that what it's called that's coming up? Yeah, we have that coming up, uh, Chris. And first, let me say thanks for uh, asking me to come back. I really enjoy doing this. And this time I brought some props so I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but, you got uh, you got you got papers in front I of you. I got here. papers in front of me. Very professional. Got, yes. Uh, <laughs> Don't get too professional on no, me. No, <laughs> no. The, the first first thing I, I want to mention is uh, is our preschool. We have open house. Uh, on January 23rd from 6.30 to 7.30 in the community center that's still standing. Now, as you all know, right behind there is a new community center, and uh, the open house will be in the old community center. The new one's not quite ready to go, but uh, we're hoping to be moving in there uh, sometime in around the middle of February. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that when that when the uh, the big move-in was going to happen. So eventually, the preschool open house will be in the older place, but when they actually start preschool, they're going to be in the new building. Right. When Well, the kids that are in preschool now, they eventually will move over to the new building. The old building is scheduled to come down in the middle of February, so we're going to have to make some adjustments. Uh, and I, actually, the, the teachers and the parents and grandparents uh, have been very supportive of what we're trying to do. Yeah. So now the so the old building will come down. That just creates more parking. That's the basic. Right. Base. Okay. That's, uh, they're going to knock that down. It's not going to be a swimming pool like my no, daughter wants. No, no. And there's not a gym inside <laughs> like, the, the like, new one. Like and, like there's not going to be like six bounce houses outside of no, it or no, something like no, that. No, no. Tennis it's, courts. It's it's it's, 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 it's beautiful. It's, driving range. We're not getting a driving. No, we range. have a driving range already. Well, I mean, but one for this side. No, not for this side. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be really something to see. I've been in it and it's. It's an actual uh, 
I think there's an extra 10,000 square feet in this building, so uh, it should be very nice. That's exciting. Now, Flake Fest. I haven't been to a Flake Fest before. How many years have we been doing this here in Evergreen Park? I want to say it's like six. You know, now Flake Fest is uh, sponsored by the Village of Evergreen Park, and actually, uh, eprecreation at yahoo.com is our email. And Evergreen Park com is our uh, website that all the information I have with me tonight is on there, so you can go see that. FlakeFest will be um, on Saturday, Saturday, February 9th. Uh, we go from 11.30 until like 6 p.m. And we have uh, Artie Kerr, who teaches hockey for us. Uh, he's going to be there. We've got speed, uh, speed skating contests. We've got uh, cookie decorating. We have open skate from 1 to 6. Uh, we have a little company, Mary, there with educational things from the hospital, so it's uh, it's quite an event. It, to me, it, it sounded like when I was looking through some of the stuff that they're doing, first of all, if you got a kid that, that plays hockey or likes hockey, there's some fun stuff for them during this event, okay? Or if you got a kid that skates, but then you have the open skate. People can rent skates and stuff, right? Or they yes, have to bring yeah. their own. They, there's a oh, place where they can rent them. We have a warming house there. Okay. And they go inside and they can rent skates, yes. And if there's a weather problem or something like that, I actually met uh, the chief of Evergreen Park Fire uh, this week as well. And, Ron and Kleinhaus. He, yeah, Ron Kleinhaus. And he, he told me that sometimes they'll they'll kind of open things up on their end. Is there like a backup contingency plan if there's well, there's yeah, weather? Or? There is. I mean, if, uh, thank, uh, thank the Evergreen Park uh, Fire Department. They <clears throat> When we have uh, hockey meets there and stuff, right. they let us use their base so the kids can get dressed. Uh, and they're amenable to anything that we need done, but fortunately, the ice rink has a uh, roof on it, so that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's big time. <laughs> that's big time. Yeah. You don't want to have one that doesn't have a roof. No, on it. No, 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 no. It's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. Remember, a good neighbor spreads the word about the EP podcast to everybody that they can tell. Your friends and neighbors want to know about this podcast. You want to look cool telling them that not only do you know what a podcast is, but that you heard us before they did. Rub it in a little bit. Easy way to do that is through social media. We're on Instagram, at the EP pod. We're on Twitter, at the EP pod. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash the EP podcast. Follow us, share us, love us, please. Started a new little segment last week that we're going to be doing every once in a while called Meet the Neighbors. I enjoyed it so much, I went out to meet another neighbor this week. So here is this week's installment of the EP podcast, Meets the Neighbors. This week on Meet the Neighbors, we've stopped by the Evergreen Park Fire Department to hang out with Chief Ronald Kleinhaus. How are you, Chief? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, how long have you been with the Evergreen Park Fire Department? I am starting my 42nd year. And uh, Chief for how long? Since 2007. I was at the car show recently, and it's raining, and my co-host Hannah has to walk three blocks in the rain. And one of your guys grabs a four-wheel vehicle and just drives her down there for you know just to help her out. I watched my poor neighbor lose his wife this year, discover her. 
the fire department shows up. They could have been business as usual. They're standing out in the front of the house, and the guys that were sent over here are comforting him and talking to him and helping him out. They're not treating it like it's just a job. How much does serving the community, not only just fighting fires and doing the job, how much does that mean to you? Well, it means a lot because the village and the residents have always been very supportive of the fire department for as long as I can remember. Um, and it goes a lot farther than that. Our public education division is out visiting block parties. Uh, you mentioned a car show. The guys uh, started cooking years and years ago at the day in the park. Uh, the, the Italian or the Polish sausage is a big hit. Um, the guys are really involved in the, in the community and the, you mentioned the guys standing out in front of that call down the street from your house. One of the things we tell people when they get hired here is we treat our residents like family members. So that's, that's kind of driven into them from day one here. It's the winter months. There's always a danger, depending on what time of the year, that I'm sure you guys emphasize. What should people be watching out for in these cold months in Evergreen Park? The biggest thing with cold weather, is, as far as, as we're concerned, is the space heaters. I mean, a lot of people still use space heaters. Uh, and you need three speed, three excuse me, three feet of space around a space heater. If you if, even if it doesn't seem like it gets that hot, they have a tendency to get warmer than you think you are, and people will push them up against the couch or a bed in a bedroom, and the next thing you know, you have a fire. Um, so be very wary of uh, space heaters, um, smoke alarms. Make sure that you have operating smoke alarms on every level of your house. Make sure that you have a carbon monoxide detector on every level of the house and, and a little plug again for our public education division. If you need smoke alarms, we have them available here at the firehouse. All you have to do is stop by and ask for them for no charge. So, Thanks, Chief, for letting us stop by. Okay, no problem, anytime. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP you got Porter Collins for great drinks that's definitely the place to be or Klein Park over off of Homan but it will always be called Circle Park to me we've got to stop over at Unidad stop over for a drink or a bite to eat we got so many Great places to dine here over in the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805 it's the ep podcast all things evergreen park it's the ep podcast Evergreen Park. Dennis Duffy, head of the rec department, still hanging at my nine-foot homemade oak bar here in my basement in Evergreen Park. Getting ready for Flake Fest coming up over at the ice rink. This is the 18th, 19th year of the uh, ice rink. That's how long we've been open over there. 
Yeah, it's been there for a while. It's You're right. While. That has been out there for a long time. Yes, it is. I think, the, I think when it was first there, there was still an axe in that guy's uh, hands, the big giant statue <laughs> on the top of the roof on the other side of uh, of Kedzie Avenue. You're probably... Oh, that's right. Was you remember that? He calamine? had an axe or... Yeah, was whatever. That yeah, it was, it was an axe or a yeah. wrench or something? Because yeah. the guy's standing there and he's got yeah. his hands like he's he's holding something, but it's yeah. gone. But there used to be something there. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if that was... That would be... A, that's like that's something I got to start looking at. I think it was calamine. That's a mystery of Evergreen Park. Like, what happened? To whatever was in his hands. I I don't know. You know? Maybe it's in a historical commission. Maybe it's like a cold know. case in the Evergreen Park Police Department. <laughs> I, don't, I don't Give me the police chief. I want yeah. to work it out for me. You can come in here. I want to know what happened to that thing. Okay. I, I feel like this is one of the great mysteries. This is our Lindbergh baby. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cl- close to it. But yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to Flake Fest. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that I stop by at it. Uh, we might we might even get the uh, the EP podcast out there for a little bit as well. Any yeah. other uh, any other big things going on at the rec department coming well, up? You know what? Let me go from let me turn the page. Give here. you a chance to do a little plugging before you get well, out. Oh yeah, trying to do the best I can. We have uh, we have arts and crafts going on, and one of our big things is the uh, the recreation department. We've uh, teamed up with the uh, Beyond the Arc Academy for basketball. We get a ton of kids for that. We have cooking classes. We have girls' night out, and what we do with the girls' night out? This is for girls um second grade through fifth grade it goes from six to seven once a month we do this and they have a theme uh you know like in february is valentine's day march is saint patrick's day and things like that um and then like i said and then we have we have figure skating lessons we do have uh lessons for kids to learn how to skate we have a hockey clinic um we got a lot of stuff going on as well. You do have a lot of stuff. Yeah, going on. and we got kids' fitness classes. I told you this last time. You guys have a lot that you guys are always doing over there. It's 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 busy. There's a lot of options for people. Yeah, and I don't think that everybody understands it. And there's some people that don't take advantage of it. But there's there's a lot that the recreation department offers. Well, the recreation department we have the you know we have the new youth commission. Uh, Director Paisha Allen. She was in uh, here last week. Oh, was she? Yeah, yeah, she comes down here every once in a well, while. She's great. She, she hurt my feelings. Did she? Yeah, she 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 admitted on the show that she hadn't listened to the to the show in a couple of weeks. <laughs> like she, I, I asked her if she knew about the big thing that we're doing where we got the car magnets on the back of the car and we're giving away a hundred bucks to somebody every week who's got the car magnet on the back of their car, and she didn't know what I was talking about. And yeah. I caught her in it, and I was like, "You don't listen to the show anymore. You only listen when you come on." Uh-oh. See, that's what she she listens with. She isn't listening to you right now. She listened to last week's episode because she wanted to hear what she sounded like. Yeah, I don't know if she's listening this week. I don't know, but if Paisha, you she are, heard you, me. you're doing a great job. She is and doing she, a very good she job. She is very good. She's just she's she's just a little heartless. <laughs> So a lot of you might be wondering why we have not heard from Donna Bailey for what's going on in the EP library. And strangely enough, right around the holidays, Donna was informed that she had to go off on some sort of secret library mission. (laughs) She's uh, somewhere in the Amazon, uh, cutting (laughs) through rainforest, looking for books that nobody else can find. I don't know what, I didn't know there were library secret missions. And And I told her, I'm like, this sounds made up. I don't think you like me very much. And then she said, no, I really want to do it. In fact, my whole family is destroyed by the fact that I'm not going to be on the EP podcast anymore. Then she wept. I wept. <laughs> it was a moment. and uh, But she's not here anymore. 
So we're hoping one day Donna returns, but the library still is sending people over here. Julie Keedy is sitting with me. Julie, how are you? Good, how are you? I hope that we eventually have the same close-knit, tight relationship that Donna and I had. Yeah, I'm a poor substitute for Donna, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> You're going to do fine. What's going on at the EP Library this week? Okay, well, we got a lot of fun things coming up. Um, one is on Friday, on the January 25th at 6.30, we have an After Hours with Steve Kostakis. He's a pianist, and so from 7 to 9, he'll be playing um, some oldies and new recent hits, some great piano music, and we'll be serving some wine and cheese, and it's a really nice event. We and it's Friday? It's Friday. Oh, my God. Every time you guys have booze at the library, I can't make it there. I don't think I'm that's a coincidence. I'm going to Fest for the Socks of the Basement podcast. I'm not going to be around on Friday. So we'll save a little money on the alcohol. Yeah, obviously. It was free booze. <laughs> I'm missing out on free booze at the library. You're killing me. <laughs> this is not how you start off a relationship. No, and I guess not. <laughs> waving free booze in my face. What else do we have? Well, speaking of that, we are having our um, annual sip and sample on Sat- Saturday, February 9th from 6 to 10 p.m. Oh. And that's $25, and it's, it's a really great event. We have about um, 10 vendors from um, various Evergreen Park um, businesses and restaurants, and they give little samples of their foods, and then we pair it up with um, some wines. Okay, so it's wines and food from different restaurants around the area. And we do have, there. it's mainly wine, but we do have some beers too. Okay. And um, next time I'll name give you specifics of okay. who will be there. Yeah, I mean, I, I that's one I would love to be at. You know, Donna had teased the fact that you were going to do the sip and sample, and uh, I was very excited about the possibility of it. And then, of course, she ran off into the Amazon rainforest. That's right, right. Or wherever she is. She's in the Sudan. I don't know where she is. <laughs> Honestly, it's parts unknown. She's like, where in the world is Donna Bailey? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's coming up on the 9th. Right. February 9th, and that, that should be a fun event. Right, it's $25. It's Very a cool. great event. And then the mu- we have music by a week back. Okay. Which is a great local Do people band. pay in advance for this? Do they you go can, to the you library? Can, you can go to the library. You can do it online. Okay. Or you can pay at the door. So you go to the library. You get your you get your $25 entry in. You can pay in advance, or you can pay at the door. And you can also, of course, pick up your EP podcast car magnet there which I have had to re- replenish that stack now twice. We have those at the circulation desk. I know, desk. they're Very up at the circulation desk. Item. Go up and ask for one because you can win 100 bucks. What else do we have? On Thursday, January 31st at 6.30, we'll be doing a program on the history of the Chicago Auto Show with historian Mitch Frumpkin. And coming up for teens on Wednesday, January 23rd, we're doing a program on strategies for reducing text, test anxiety, which will be a nice kind of gives them a little mindfulness. Something to help kids with test anxiety? Yes. You know, these kids get everything these days. I know. When I, when I was anxious about a test, told me somebody would tell me, like, lighten up and go take the test. Just take the test. And if you have right. anxiety, maybe you should study harder. Idiot. <laughs> so before we get out of here, Hannah, right at the beginning of the show, brought up one of her favorite stories about me and Evergreen Park. Had to do with the Christmas lights that I used to keep on the trees in front of the house. I used to use those big, giant, old C9 bulbs. So one year, every time I go outside in the morning, I notice there's like a couple bulbs missing off of the tree, randomly. And I'm like, why? There's always bulbs missing. Where are these bulbs at? And I'd get replacement bulbs, and I'd put them on. And then the next night, there'd be three bulbs missing. And I'd be like, I put them on. The next day, there'd be three more bulbs missing. I'm like, where are my bulbs going? I was getting really aggravated about it. So one day... I, we're driving back from something and there's like a group of kids that are like teenagers and they're up, they're up on Kedzie Avenue. Okay. And they're starting to walk towards where my house is. I mean, they're blocks away from it, but I just don't like the cut of their jib. Mm-hmm. Like it was something about them. I was mm-hmm. like, 
Here these comes are the trouble. kids. These are the kids that are stealing my lights. I had like that radar. Like I'm like, these are the kids. And Erica's like, you're nuts. Let's just go home. I'm like, we're not going anywhere. These kids have been stealing my lights all month. So I come around the corner and I park in the dark. Shut off all the lights. The kid, I got my kids in the back of the car. I'm like, shut up, shut up. Everybody quiet. Erica's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, put your cell phone down. I don't want anybody seeing any light in the car. Everybody duck down. They'll be coming. <laughs> I'm nuts. So here they come coming down 99th Street. And they're laughing. And they're like talking and everything like that. And so now they, they walk. The first two guys walk past the tree. The third guy walks past the tree and is looking at the front of my house. And then he does the psst. And now everybody runs back to my tree. Basically, they wanted to make sure I wasn't looking out the window. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm on the other side of the street, parked underneath the tree with the lights off and my wife. I'm like, get your phone out. It's like, what? I'm like, when I jump out of the car, you call 911. It's like, what? I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. Just, call the emergency just line. Call 911. They're thieves. They're robbing me. I'm being robbed. You know, I probably put like $50 in lights back on throughout the year. Those C9 bulbs are expensive. Like every time I'm going in there, I'm paying a, uh, I'm buying a four pack of replacements for like eight bucks. I had to have gone through, like, I mean, I, I literally had figured out I had spent over $50 replacing bulbs that, that, that Christmas. Christmas had already ended now. It was like a little, it was right around New Year's. I was going to be taking the lights down soon. These kids have been getting me all year. <laughs> so one of them takes out the bulbs. They start unscrewing the bulbs. I jump out. He's taking them and he's throwing them down the block so they can explode in the street. What? And that's why I don't see them because they're getting thrown a block away and they like to hear the explosion. Wow. So I come running across the street. I'm like, stop right there. Like a crazy person. <laughs> Like an old man, crazy person. Like, what is wrong with me? Afterwards, I was like, what is wrong with me? And, and you know what? Three of them stopped right there. Three of them were like, there was an adult and I'm caught. One of them was this generation that thinks that like has never been told no. One of them was that generation that has always gotten a trophy and has never been told no. Like he was raised that way. And he's like, I'm not stopping. I'm like, yeah, you're stopping. I told you to stop. Everybody get on the porch. The other three go and sit on the porch. They're like, whoop, this guy's, this guy's angry, and my dad is going to be mad, and I am not arguing with him. The fourth one, he's just standing there. I'm, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. You're not going anywhere. Okay? And I'm just, like, keeping him busy. He thinks he's being smart. I'm keeping him busy because here come the police down the block. God bless the Evergreen Park Police Department. I even apologized to them profusely that I had taken them away from real police work. The problem is that Erica got on the phone and she couldn't see me because of the tree, because we had moved around to the other side of the tree while I'm telling them to sit on the porch. So when she's describing it to the 911 dispatcher, they think there's a brawl in front of the house. <laughs> so they sent four squad cars because she was very excited. My husband jumped out of the car. There's people that are stealing from us. Like That's all she, they heard. <laughs> was, so they come up, man. There's like cars everywhere. They're pulling up on the lawn and I'm just standing there very calmly. I got three kids on the porch and one of them that's in shock standing about five feet from me. I got my hands in my pockets. So they go out. They go, what's going on? I go, I'm, I'm really sorry. I called you guys, blah, blah, blah. Like these idiots have been stealing lights off my tree all year long. And I finally caught them. <laughs> the kid that's never been told no before immediately starts going, this guy yelled at me, officer. Oh, my God. He was mean. Oh, my God. He said a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> He told me to stop. Oh my God. Officer turns around and <laughs> told sees, me no. The officer turns right around and says, I would have done worse. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody goes in the cars. God bless the Evergreen Park Police Department, okay? So the but the thing was they and they, what they did is I think they took them all to their parents. 
gave him like that drive of shame. Yeah. Knocked at a door and be like, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, your kid's a moron. Yeah. And he got a ride home in a police car and he better never do this again. Mm-hmm. You know? And they, they made them stand there in a line with their heads down and apologize to me. Mm-hmm. You're like, what's your name? And I was like, I was, I was like, Mr. Lanuti. And they're like, you guys say, Mr. Lanuti, I'm sorry. <laughs> they made him go down the line and say it. I loved it. It was awesome. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm an old man now. So... What I did the next year was I'm like, I'm never putting up with this again. I went and I got those little things that shoot the lights on stuff and I had them shoot them on the tree. I've had that up there now for like five, six years. The other day I walked outside, somebody decided to use it to practice for kicking field goals. Wait, what? Like they were Cody Parkey and kicked the top of the thing off. A $50 machine or a $35 machine that shoots lights on? Somebody just walking down the sidewalk just, just said, kicked it. I'm just going to break this in half and punt it. Did you find the other half of it? Yeah, I found the whole thing. I've been okay. trying to super glue it for three days. It keeps falling apart. <laughs> Does your homeowner's insurance cover that? No, I'm not going to get a homeowner's <laughs> claim at $35. You just have to have another stakeout. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Plancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like the it. EP podcast. <laughs> Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.